Mysticism can feel like a pretty intangible thing. It's hard to grasp, by definition. We use words like darkness, apophatic, cloud of unknowing. And it's pretty common to have experiences that feel mystical, but may have been more intuitive or serendipitous. That's why many of the mystics point to qualities or fruits in the mystic's life to discern whether someone's a mystic or not. Curious if you fit the description? Here are six of the signs, the mystic's name, that you too might be a mystic. Number one, you know that love is the deepest reality. You know in your bones that you are deeply loved, that your dentist is deeply loved, that your one-eyed cat is loved, that those apple trees outside in your yard, that the most heinous criminal, that they are all deeply loved. And it's likely that you've come to this knowing by some profound experience, by being tenderly loved in the midst of your own mess. Even if your emotions still get swayed, you can return to this foundation. It's the seabed underneath all the waves. And it's the water, too. Wherever you're splashing around, be it up top where all the commotion is, or down in the deep where it's still and slow, you know that you are constantly surrounded by, swimming in, breathing in, love. You know that love holds everything in existence. Number two, you have a longing for divine intimacy. Even if you're not 100% sure what that is, you crave it. Why? Because you've tasted it before. You've experienced this ineffable presence that stills you and communicates with you in the quiet. It's probably not levitation or ecstasies, but it might be a love that embraces every single cell of your body. It might be a serenity or a bliss. You can't help but want more. And that longing is both painful and beautiful at the same time. And it fuels your search. Number three, you're okay with uncertainty. You recognize that the answer to most things in life is not a binary either or, A or B. It's both and, it's inclusive. Some call this non-duality. The foundation of this okayness with uncertainty is that you know that the deepest truths are a mystery. You know that the beginning of wisdom is saying, I don't know. <laughs> Nearly every mystic will speak of that ineffability, that cloud of unknowing, the I know not what. It's an acknowledgement that God, the divine, is far bigger than we could ever fit inside our tiny brains. It's like Augustine, the African mystic, said, if you think you've understood God, it's not God you've understood. So when Hinduism says God is many, and Judaism says God is one, and Christianity says God is one in three, you're okay saying, I don't know. You can live the questions and remain open before them. You befriend the mystery. The fourth sign you might be a mystic is you're becoming a more loving person. When you love someone and spend lots of time with them, you start to pick up some of their qualities. When you spend lots of time with love itself, you become more loving, which makes sense. You know, when you felt so deeply loved, you can't help but want to share that love with others. 
And so the way you respond to life starts to change. What you talk about with your friends, how often you snap or lose your temper or start speaking up for yourself or for others. In fact, according to the mystics, this quality is the hallmark sign of genuine mysticism. Teresa of Avila, John of the Cross, so many others, they'll all say that the key to determining whether an experience or a person is mystical is whether or not it leads to a growth in virtue. In other words, are you becoming more loving, courageous, humble? Number five, you're detached. What does that mean? To be detached means you're open-handed and receptive before reality versus grasping and controlling and worrying. You know that everything is a gift, like Therese of Lisieux would say. Our role is to receive. When you're detached, you can let go of your expectations of what you want reality to be. This is not easy, people. <laughs> let me say that again. When you're detached, you can let go of your expectations of what you want reality to be. That means I can let go of my expectations that my health be different than it is, that politics be different than it is, that my spouse be different than they are. I can want them to be different. I can work towards that end, you know, by taking care of my body and my health, by lobbying for systemic change in politics, or maybe having a tough conversation with my spouse. But I know the results aren't up to me. That's open-handedness. Detachment also looks like humility because you're not attached to your ego. You're okay looking foolish or appearing selfish or even looking intelligent or caring. You, you don't even really care if you're a mystic. It doesn't matter so much to you. What matters to you is being one with God. And that leads us to number six. The sixth sign that you might be a mystic is you're lighthearted. This naturally flows from detachment because you can take things lightly and, and laugh. You don't need to hold on to this pious seriousness. You realize the most important things are the ones that are given, not the ones you achieve. You're okay with your imperfections. You know that you won't even be lighthearted all the time. You know that you won't always be detached or perfectly loving. You're working on letting go of your ego, but you also know that your ego will never die. And you're okay with that. So you'll still feel angry and insulted and resentful sometimes, but you're able to hold these feelings lightly and know that they're not the final answer. Instead, you find a place of curiosity, like, huh, wonder why that anger feels so intense. As a result of this, you become more settled in your own skin. You realize you have nothing to defend, nothing to prove. That you don't have to strive so hard. You live a normal human life and relax into the knowing that you are not in control. It's not all up to you. And a profound love holds you and everything else in existence. So those are the six signs you might be a mystic. You know that love is the deepest reality. You long for divine intimacy. You're okay with uncertainty. You're becoming more loving, detached, and lighthearted. 
John of the Cross, one of my favorite mystics, summed up these qualities just perfectly in one of his poems. He says, he who is sick with love, whom God himself has touched, finds his tastes so changed that they fall away like a fevered man's who loathes any food he sees and desires I know not what, which is so gladly found. The fact that you're here listening to this shows you're already on the path. Because the truth is, we're all mystics in the making. The longing, the restlessness that brought you here, that's the invitation. That's the divine already moving in you, drawing you to divine union. I hope you enjoyed this video or podcast wherever you listen to it. If you found it helpful, please consider liking, subscribing, or sharing it with others. Thanks for watching.